0: Alrighty, everybody, we are back on the Foul Ball Podcast, and we are extremely excited to announce that this episode is sponsored by Budweiser, who's also the official sponsor of Major League Baseball. So, a huge shout out to Budweiser. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring not only this episode, but the next four episodes along with this one. So, again, official sponsor of this episode is Budweiser, who's also the official sponsor of the MLB. And so everything related to our website is found at the foulballpodcast.com. And let's catch up on some baseball here in Boston. And so it's incredibly important to talk about what just happened against Seattle and then what happened against St. Louis. Alright, not in that order because it was actually reversed. So the series against St. Louis just happened and we played three games. Yeah, three games against them at home at Fenway Park. And to our surprise, we lost all three games. And so that wasn't really pretty, right? It was unfortunate that we did have to give up those three losses, especially coming off of a lot of wins. That went really well, right? Especially against the series against Toronto, when we had those four wins against them, and it really kind of gave us a bump up in the standings. So that took us down a notch, and now we look at a fifth place spot with those three losses, right? So the Friday night game on the 12th, we lost 8-6. to six. That Saturday game, we lost 4-3. to three. And then that Sunday day game, we lost with a score of 9-1. to one. And so moving into the series against Seattle, the Monday night game against Seattle looked like batting practice, essentially, especially for Seattle, of course, not the Red Sox, as it should have gone, because we lost 10-1, right, and that was a little bit of a scary sight coming off of three losses, going into a new series that we really needed to kind of win, to kind of gain some momentum, and... That didn't happen Monday night, so we're all looking at each other, asking the simple question of what's going on. So Let's move into more of a positive side on Tuesday and Wednesday. We had two wins, a lot more offensive action, a lot more defensive action. Defense is key, and we'll talk about that here in a second. So, we won Tuesday night, 9 to 4. Then we won Wednesday night. Wednesday night ended up being nurses' night at Fenway, so that's awesome. And thank you to all our, of our nurses all around the country, not just here in Boston. Of course, in Boston, too, but all around the country, all around the globe for everything we had to do. So, it's good to see that we had such a win. And little to mention, like Wednesday night ended up being so cold. I literally don't know what it was, because especially now, it's beautiful out. But yeah, Wednesday night was freezing at Fenway. It was cold entirely in the south, and plus it was incredibly windy too. So, all in all, cold night. By the end of the game, basically nobody was there. But we won at the end of the night, which was incredible and important too. Because, although we're in fifth, fifth place is the bottom place within the division, even though we're in fifth place, every team in the American League East has a winning record you know and i know Hein bloom has done some talking about this and has had some conversations with people where he is even kind of making the point that we're one of the few divisions that has a winning record where every team has a winning record and overall it's just this competitive because you look at the divisions where like the kansas's are in or you know, the Florida teams are in, whatever it may be, a lot of these other divisions have a lot of losing teams and teams that are losing by a significant amount, right? Their records are, you know, such, it has such a gap in between them. That's what I'm trying to say. There we go. So thank you for bearing with me for that for a second. But, you know, they've only won, like, Nine games, out of the almost fifty games that we've already had, which is sort of crazy to think that we've gone through. I want to say forty-four games, forty-four, forty-five games or so, roughly, give or take a couple, right? And so that's crazy to think that a chunk of the season has already passed, and we've only got a good handful left. Well, times times just crazy in itself, and so we got to remember that, yes, we have the expectations to be so good and we can be so good, but it's definitely important to remember that fact that every team in our division has a winning record, right? They're all above 500, whereas there's a lot of teams around the country that are way below that 500 mark. So something to keep in mind, something to keep in the back pocket as we continue these conversations from here on out. So, in terms of those standings, right, it's important to consider the fact that Tampa Bay is still number one. Tampa Bay number one at 32 and 13. Then we have Baltimore in second place. You don't see that too often. Baltimore in second place at 28 and 16. Tor- Toronto's in third, 25 and 19. And then we have the Yankees right above us with 26 and 20. And then we're in that fifth spot. At 24 and 20 and we're seven and a half games behind first place which isn't horrible I know it's not the first place spot but it could be a lot worse so if we want to have the you know, midseason comeback, back it, it's very well possible right where we win a lot of games and the rest of the teams above us will lose a lot so again something else to keep in mind keep thinking about we need to be in that first place place spot we should be in that first place spot and it's definitely very well possible. So the Yankees are six and a half games behind first place, whereas we're seven and a half. So again, that'll be huge where we win a few games and they lose a few games. That way we get that bump up. Same thing with Toronto. Right, it's all about the stepping stone. That's the way I view it, like a stepladder, right? The Yankees are a step on a step ladder. Toronto's that next step. The Baltimore Orioles are the step after that, and then eventually the last step is the Tampa Bay Rays and so just think of it that way. That's incredibly important and so to start slowly wrapping things up here it's important to consider some of the important numbers in terms of the way our offense and defense looks right. So in terms of batting average we were second in second place for that at a two, an average of 2.2 uh, two two points. I'm looking at the ERA. Um, we have a 0.272 average. That's what I'm trying to say. 0.272 average. We're third in runs. All right. We have currently 248 runs. Our ERA earned run average is a 5.00. That we're in 26 for that, so it's not that ideal. I know I keep saying this time and time again. It's a whole nother conversation about. Well, it's really a simple conversation at the end of the day, right? Of how we know the pitching. i we know the pitching can improve, and I was just going to say that we are making some arrangements on the, with the pitching staff right now to kind of get gain that momentum. And so we'll kind of see how all these swaps work out. And so, finally, for the number that I think we need to know too, is our whip. We have a 1.38 whip, which is 23rd within the Major League Baseball organization. And so, there's a lot of work to do on that front. Right? So, we lost the series against St. Louis, we won the series against Seattle, and that's all we really need, right? Is just series win after series win. And that way, the more we kind of knock these series wins out, the more confidence and the more momentum we'll get and the better in the standings will be. So that's the full cycle of everything. That's the conversation for now. And again, this episode was incredibly thoughtful in terms of that sense. And this episode was sponsored by Budweiser, who's also the sponsor for Major League Baseball. And so we want to thank them, and everything related to us can be found at our website, foulballpodcast.com. And until next time, Red Sox keep going, and we'll talk to you in a bit.